Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. This is episode 52, recorded on the 28th of March 2021. And I note that episode 1 was recorded on the 29th of March 2020. So the observant amongst you would say, well, this should be episode 53. Yes, but we missed the episode over the Christmas New Year week. So, episode 52, what a journey. One day short of a full year. In this week's episode, I share the story of a mate consumed by his fears and how I helped him reframe those fears so that they do not dominate him, so that he can dominate those fears. That's the choice. You dominate your fears or they dominate you. And when fears are dominating you, they squash your spirit. They cause depression. My view of depression is that it is a indeed a squashing of the human spirit. Stick around. Lots of ideas here for you. My weekly show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion gives you success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired, educated and provoked people to discover their passion and pursue their passion in speeches at conferences, in workshops, in ongoing team building programs, in one-on-one executive coaching, and with my books Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. And after 28 years of doing this work, I know that it works. Many lives have been transformed through the power of passion, through the power of self-awareness and discovering what life is about, what your life is about, what your passion is about and how to be a success. And my definition of success is that success is the progressive realisation of a worthy ideal. Your self-awareness helps you to create, discover that worthy ideal. I hope this show helps you to discover your worthy ideal as each week you embrace the one big idea that I share with you. I share one big idea because too many ideas confuse us. You'll see that I'm wearing my red jacket, red for the colour of passion, to remind you whenever you see something red, you provoke yourself with the question, am I pursuing my passion? This show is not intended to be politically correct and it supports certain addictions, including, as regular viewers and listeners know, my addiction to coffee. Mm. Bravo, Nespresso. What a beautiful cup of coffee. Thank you, Julie. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spirit, a human spirit. And that's why today I am talking about fears and how they impact on our spirit and they squash our spirit and they cause us to be depressed. So before we get into the big idea, a quick review of the week. This A week in which Joe Biden finally came out after he was declared as president on the 20th of January, finally came out to his first press conference. I must say I was greatly underwhelmed 
by his cognitive abilities. Australian media is dominated by sex scandals in the federal parliament. Now, I want to make a point about this. There are some 7,000 people employed at Parliament House, and if just 1% of those people are ratbags, are misbehaving in whatever way they're misbehaving, that would be 70 people, 70, 1%. And so this nonsensical standard around, gosh, you know, everyone has to be perfect in a place because otherwise it's a disaster, I reject that. You have to look at the way life works. Most people in the federal parliament behave themselves. A small proportion, a tiny proportion, less than 1%, clearly don't. But the domination of the mainstream media is ridiculous in my view. We also had a COVID scare in Australia. Imagine one person out of over 2 million in Brisbane showed up positive on a COVID test. And so suddenly thousands of people are prevented from flying out of Brisbane on Friday night. All sorts of plans get thrown into chaos because of one person testing positive in a test that is proven to be 89 to 94% inaccurate. Are we going nuts? Are these politicians nuts? I say yes. They have no sense of proportionality. Media around the world is also dominated by the woke movement. You know, become awake and the cancel culture. I reject both of these crazy movements driven by a tiny number of activists. And if you want to think about it and you accept you agree with what they do good but in my experience very few people do they are loudmouth minority activists driving an agenda to destroy western civilization in my opinion we must push back if we don't agree with it and if we don't push back even though not agreeing with it then we are part of the problem so they are the thoughts that go on for me This show is part of my pushback against it. In society, in conversation, I push back against it all the time and I face the fears of taking the risk that saying something might offend somebody else. You know my views about that. Listen to one of my earlier episodes or watch one of the earlier episodes on YouTube. And lastly, I'm back to excellent health. I've been training every day and that ability to be able to train every day and keep this body functioning is so liberating remember the discipline of exercise gives you freedom discipline leads to freedom so keep exercising make the decision to look after this magnificent machine that each one of us has been given this machine called your body so before we get to this week's big idea, I remind you of our websites, covest.com for corporate programs, public presentations, and charlescovest.com for the self-awareness and passion quest details. My books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance, are available on those sites, and you can subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder on either of those sites. Please do so. And if you like this show, please subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel, and please share it amongst your friends.
So, this week's big idea. When your fears dominate you, those fears squash your human spirit, leading to depression. This topic came about because I caught up with one of my mates recently who said he's consumed by fear. He's worried about the economy. He's worried about his finances. He's worried about what's happening to the planet. He's worried, worried, fearful, fearful, fearful. And I said, Johnny, that is a shitty way to live. And on top of that, my mate is a Christian, a committed Christian. So I helped him reframe this thinking because... I reminded him that the Bible says that Christ came for for Christians, and this is what Christians believe, and I reminded him of what he's supposed to believe, that Christ came to set us free. When your thinking, when your existence is dominated by fear, you are not free. Christ came, he said, to set us free, for those of you who are Christians. For those of you who are not, there's another quote in the Bible, and it says, Perfect love casts out all fear. So I said to my mate, listen, where is the love in your life? Now, this mate of mine lost his wife recently, and so he has been lamenting, you know, lamentations in the Old Testament is one of the books of the Bible. He has been lamenting the loss of his wife. You know, over over a year ago, and he's so caught up in feeling sorry for himself, and it's a painful loss, I understand. But the price that he's paying is that that state of mind and then letting the fears dominate them have squashed his ability to expand. You see, the, the dynamic is between love and fear, And when fear dominates you, there's no space for love. That's why perfect love casts out all fear. And I said if he's truly a Christian, then he would embrace the message of Christ that he's come to set Christians, to come to set believers free. So ponder that. Now, how do you handle your fears? Well, I'm going to give you some strategies to handle fears, but let's just think about the fears that seem to be dominating most people these days. Firstly, with all of the economic woes, a significant portion of the population has lost their job or are fearful of loss, losing their jobs. Another one is the fear around COVID-19, the reason why politicians get away with crazy decisions of disproportionate decisions is because most of the population has bought into the fear of coronavirus. I mean, think about it. The death rate from this virus is bugger all, literally bugger all. Where's the fear? But anyway, that's a fear that's consuming many lives. Next, in an economy that tanks the loss of assets. You build up assets and suddenly you can lose them. I was listening to a recording this week from Victor Davis Hanson, an excellent thinking. He says, people who saved money for years and years, they've got money on deposit, used to be able to live off interest, now gone. And low interest or no interest loans are being made to wealthy people left, right and centre. So there's a transfer of wealth from hardworking middle classes to the rich. So loss of assets is a fear. 
Another fear is vaccines. People are fearful that they can't get a vaccine. Other people are fearful of the vaccine. I'm certainly fearful of the vaccine. I've gone public. I will not be taking a vaccine. Trust me, I would rather not fly again ever in my life than to take a vaccine that has has such pitiful testing. The globalist agenda, that's something to be fearful about. The globalist agenda is different to the globalisation movement. The globalist agenda is about a desire for one world government. It's part of the Great Reset. If you don't know anything about the Great Reset, please do some reading about it. I've mentioned it in one of our earlier episodes. Carl Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, is sprouting, touting the wonders of the Great Reset where you won't be able to own any assets and you'll be happy about it. I say nonsense. But people have a fear about the globalist movement. Another fear is if you are under 30, what is your career going to look like? If you're a university student, what's going to happen to the debts that you are incurring for your university courses? Another fear is the loss of friends when you speak up by speaking your truth. You have a fear of losing friends. Another fear is the China-US-Australia relationships. What's going to happen? You know, there are wise commentator saying China is getting ready for war. Think back to the 1930s, read your history, and Hitler said, no, no, I've got no intention of going to war. And China says, we're not going to war. And then all this stuff is happening. So what are you meant to do about all this? So there's good reason to have fears, have appropriate fears. But if they dominate you, they squash your spirit, they lead to depression, literally depression. They depress your spirit. So you have a choice. Either you dominate these fears or they dominate you. Well, how do you dominate them? Let me share some practical strategies that work for me because I'm acutely conscious of all of these fears that are possible to have because I take an interest in geopolitics, in lots of areas I comprehensively inform myself as Buckminster Fuller told me to be comprehensively informed that means broadly informed about lots of matters so here's my strategies number one remember faith if you have faith in God faith in great spirit faith in something greater than you remind yourself of the faith that has brought you to this moment in time And remind yourself of the basis on which you can have faith in yourself to handle whatever comes up in the future. You are an amazing human being. You've lasted this long. You're listening to this show. You're watching this show. Number two is a a variation on that, that all of the skills that you have developed that brought you to this moment in time, you still have those skills. So that if you lost everything, if all of these fears came to fruition and you lost all of your assets, you would still have your skills. You would still have your knowledge. You would still have your competencies. And I suggest to you that with the correct frame of mind, you would be able to rebuild whatever you lost in far quicker time than it took you to build to this point in time because you are more capable. Number three, because love is a spiritual element 
and perfect love casts out all fear, think spiritual. Think the spiritual tips that I have shared with you over the last 51 episodes. Think of spiritual resources. Access spiritual resources that you presently have in your library at home, in your network of friends, in your spiritual advisors. Think of coffee. I was being a bit playful there. Think spiritual. What are the spiritual elements? Get in touch with those spiritual elements and aspects and resources in your life. The more spirit you have in your life, the less fear you will have in your life. Strategy number four, guard your thoughts. Do not let your thoughts, when you observe them, this is self-awareness exercise, when you observe your thoughts heading in the direction of the of your fears and you're ruminating on these fears, don't do that. It's of no value to you. Unless you have said, I need a strategy to handle a particular issue, do not let your thoughts wander into the areas about which you're fearful. Guard them. Go to spiritual areas. Go to areas of your life that you love. Go to areas of your life for which you are presently grateful. The fifth strategy is read spiritual books. Read inspiring books. Do not immerse yourself in mainstream media unless you are good at handling your fears. Don't wallow in mainstream media. Most of it is fake. Most of it is fake. I'll say that again. Why? Because there are agendas behind the owners of the mainstream media. Because their agenda is dominated by the advertisers that spend money on advertising and thereby funding those free-to-air and many mainstream outlets. The only way you can get a whole picture is to look at many different sources. But if you find fears are dominating you, then exclude yourself from mainstream media. Watch shows like this that are designed to build you up, not to make you worried, not to make you scared, not to make you fearful. Those five strategies work. And you will use those strategies when you realize what a price you are paying for allowing fears to dominate you. It destroys lives. It destroys, it squashes your spirit. It depresses you. It causes you to be sick. It's a shitty way to live your life. Don't do that. Perfect love casts out all fear. Fear squashes you. You shrivel up. When you come from passion, from your soul, from your spirit, you expand. You're able to give And you give to yourself and you say, I am capable of amazing things. I am capable of outstanding achievements. And when you think about all of your achievements in your life to date, that will remind you of what you are capable of. So, I hope you find that helpful. I hope you find it as a reminder. Do not wallow in fears, albeit that you can have a lot of them. No, don't do that. Life is this magnificent gift. And the song that I want to bring to your attention is by Neil Diamond. And I was thinking, I was struggling for a song. You know, what's the song that will inspire you? 
and it's from Hot August Night, and the song is Done Too Soon, and Neil goes through all these amazing global figures through history, and he comes to this telling line. Have a listen. And each one there has one thing shared. They have sweated beneath the same sun. They've sweated beneath the same sun. Looked up in wonder at the same moon. Looked up in wonder at the same moon. And wept when it was all done. And wept when it was all done. For being done too soon. For being done too soon. We get caught up in our fears, and all of these great people have had far greater fears than average people, and yet, as Neil correctly sings, they weep because it's done too soon. This is an extraordinary gift that we have. Don't wish that it be done too soon. Live your life. Live and embrace the fears, embrace the challenges, and as you go on your learning journey, looking after this magnificent machine, so that you don't think, hey, it was done too soon. No, because you've embraced this wonderful gift that we have. So my book for you today, an interesting book called The Good Book, a secular Bible. For those of you who are not in the Bible, because I've been talking about the Bible, I thought, aha, we need a secular Bible, the good book, compiled by, or A.C. Grayling, a, a renowned philosopher who's gone through amazing sources. In fact, if you look at the back of this book, it says A.C. Grayling is a professor of philosophy at London University, and he says the good book is made from over a 1,000 texts by several hundred authors and from collections and anonymous traditions. Among the most drawn upon being, he lists all of all these amazing sources. The good book is a wonderful source of wisdom, of inspiration, and the quote that I want to share with you, very relevant to what we're talking about, of course, which is what I do with the quotes, hello. The first step of the good life is to seek wisdom and give up fear. Wisdom teaches what is worthwhile and what is illusory. I love it. I've told you what my book of the week is, the song, the quote. I was also talking about fears, you know, around COVID and coronavirus and all those illusory fears. You see, wisdom, fear is illusory. Wisdom helps you decide what's illusory. Well... I'll inspire you to look after this body and avoid hospital because here's some actual writings in hospital charts that I've compiled over the years that made me laugh. Here they are. This is actually taken from charts. The patient has no previous history of suicides. The patient's medical history has been remarkably insignificant with only a 40-pound weight gain in the past three days. She has no rigors or shaking chills, but her husband states she was very hot in bed last night. (laughs) The patient has chest pain if she lies on her left side for over a year. On the second day, the knee was better, and on the third, it disappeared. (laughs) The patient is tearful 
and crying constantly. She also appears to be depressed. <laughs> the patient has been depressed since she began seeing me in 1993. Ironically, that was the year that I gave away my legal career to start this role as Australasia's passion provocateur. There's a couple of others. She is numb from her toes down. <laughs> While in ER, emergency room, she was examined, X-rated and sent home. There you are. That's what happens when you go to hospital. You get stuff put on your charts like that. So stay away from hospital. Look after your body. So I'll give you a health tip. And my health tip is this. Your thinking consumes energy. So if you want to guard your thoughts, have the energy to guard your thoughts, then look after your body. The healthier you are, the more energy you have available to you and your brain consumes more energy than any part of you. And so one of the reasons, one of the motivators for you to be healthy is so that your thinking supports you, doesn't squash you, doesn't depress you, doesn't allow fears to consume you. And my spiritual tip today is because fun is a spiritual element of our lives. I want you to laugh at your fears. I want you to say your fears out loud and laugh at them. Laugh out loud. Deep belly laughs. You've heard of laughter clubs? Laugh at your fears. It's one of the excellent strategies for minimizing those fears so that your spiritual side dominates, not your fearful side. So that's it. Covered lots of territory. This is a big topic. It's an important topic. Most people around us, around me, I find, are easily caught up in their fears. Don't do that. Re-listen to this episode. Don't let fears dominate your thinking. Let the space for inspiration, for passion to come out. Remember to subscribe to this YouTube, to the podcast, Share this amongst your networks. Visit our websites. Subscribe to Passion Points. And I wish for you a magnificent week. The week with Easter coming up. We will have a show next week. We won't take a week. We take, only take a week off between Christmas and New Year, not for Easter. But a lot of people will be going on holidays. So work passionately. Access energy look after your body, have the correct amount of coffee like I do. I thank you for being with us. I look forward to being with you next week. Bye. Bye.